1: Well, hi again, everybody. I'm Tom Brenneman, and you are Dialed In. Since 1882, Children's Home of Northern Kentucky has been a lifeline for children and families in crisis. Now known as CHNK Behavioral Health, its team of doctors, nurses, and therapists impacts nearly 4,000 kids and families every year. An array of mental health services including counseling, addiction treatment, and psychiatric residential care. CHNK also continues to care for abused and neglected youth who are in the state's custody. Right now, CHNK Behavioral Health is offering a free 10-minute conversation with a clinical therapist to help families dealing with the increased pressures caused by the ongoing pandemic. Visit www.chnk.org for more details, or for the free conversation with a therapist, call one 844 Y E S C H N K Luke Dawson Brenneman, born March 27, 2005, Scottsdale, Arizona. It was an Easter Sunday on which he was born. Of course, we moved to Cincinnati when he was roughly about 2, been here ever since. He just graduated, I will proudly say, cum laude from the University uh, of Marymont High School, the University of Marymont High School. And it's off to Indiana University in less than a month. I'm blessed to be his dad. Polly is to be his mom. Ella is to be his sister. I'm proud of him. I'm biased.
2: How you doing? Good. Are you nervous for this? Uh, I'm not nervous, no. You're not? No, sir. You
1: know, that's one of the things that, 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 that I've always been amazed by you is that you would be getting ready to play in a district tournament during golf season, regional golf tournament playing in these huge lacrosse games where I mean you're the guy and yet you're walking around the house and it doesn't seem like you're nervous about anything
2: how is that Um, I mean I think I was definitely nervous come the end of the years in athletics and I I think it's my way of kind of dealing with it just acting like I'm not nervous just not really thinking about it until it gets there but um, I think I kind of just hold the nerves in on the inside, I guess.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, you you, you never show it. You know, you, you've had a chance to do a lot of cool sports stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I always tell people when they ask me about, you know, growing up, and I'm like, it's, all, it's like every kid's dream. I mean, I knew Johnny Bench and Pete Rose and Joe Morgan when I was a kid. You've had a chance to do so much cool stuff that a lot of kids don't get to do. What are some of your favorites that you look back on it?
2: um the first one that definitely jumps out was in cincinnati when we had the all-star game and i found my way on the field for the home run derby as one of those kids shagging balls um and of course todd frazier won that year so incredible excitement at the end of that but Another one that comes to mind, definitely playing hide-and-go-seek with uh, Brandon Phillips in those Reds batting cages back in the day. That was definitely some of the best times. And, I mean, talk about taking those for granted. Like, I, I think I'm just running around with my buddy. Little do I know it's probably one of the best second basements in franchise history for the Reds. But, you know, a lot of cool stuff. I'm definitely forgetting some of them. But, I mean, the coolest as a kid is the interactions with the guys. So being able to be that close to the home run derby, I think that one's probably number one.
1: You know, I know you don't like talking about this much, but but you know, all a lot of those things, including you going on some football trips, right? Matthew Stafford, so and those guys cool. sitting in a meeting with
2: the Lions. Absolutely. I mean, though, those were the coolest one-on-one interactions. But um, I mean, obviously, I've never worked in that industry. I was just kind of your sidekick. But you kind of feel the nerves being in a room like that because it's what Friday before an NFL Sunday, sometimes as late as Saturday, and. I mean, those guys are ready to go. There's a look in some of, especially the defensive players' eyes. And to be a part of that is just so cool because you understand the perspective outside of the entertainment industry where we just watch it. These guys have to go play. And being able to talk with some of them days before the game is really special. Has it been
1: hard that you're not doing that stuff much anymore?
2: I mean, obviously it stinks, like I said. Take it for granted, but... um, I mean, as one door shuts, another opens, and I'm on YouTube right now, 200 people watching. This is kind of cool, too. And being able to talk about it, I mean, I didn't realize how lucky I was. I can still go around and say I met all those guys, whatnot, and my schedule definitely tightened up, so I did it at the right time. Um, your favorite Reds player growing up, did you have a favorite? Drew Stubbs. Why? absolutely loved him. He was one of the guys that outside of Brandon playing with me in the clubhouse, Drew Stubbs was just over the top cool to me. Um, I I was always a big Joey Votto guy because I was a left-handed hitter. Um, I I think there's almost stigma with me being a Votto fan just because he's been there for so long that I kind of want to mix it up or go back to a guy that's not with the Reds anymore, like Phillips. So Votto's got to be in the top three all the time and then pitcher wise, I was never really a big pitchers guy. I just loved Chapman out of the bullpen, especially when he was so young. And that, that was when we were almost selling out every night. So, place would just go ballistic when he came in. But, Drew Stubbs, number one, that's been consistent for a See, while. See, you don't remember because
1: you were too young. But, but for me, as your dad, the coolest Reds player to you, the way they treated you, and I don't even know if you, you'll remember this guy, was Micah Owings.
2: It was Micah Owings. Yeah. And I was trying to find his name just a second ago. That that dude is an awesome oh guy. Oh, my gosh. To be able Able to like thank that guy for everything he did I mean he literally made me feel like the MLB player he was the coolest guy I've definitely ever ran into in the clubhouse and it wasn't like a hey what's up like he wanted to hang out for 30 minutes every time I saw him so he was definitely the best guy but fan of because I was more of a Reds fan um, drew Stubbs because of that time frame for sure
1: but now you are a diehard and when I say diehard you use your own money Buying tickets to Bengals games, going down with your buddies. I mean, you are all in on the orange and black.
2: Yeah, I mean, how could you not be? I think everybody in this room's all in on the Bengals. Um, the, the spark that they have brought to this city in the last three years, I mean, I'm going to college, obviously, in a month from now, and you don't really want to say you're from Ohio. For some reason, like with kids my age, there's like this massive – like, hatred for Ohio because there's, like, a ton of memes on the internet that's like, what is even in Ohio? But the second you say Cincinnati, you get a couple, oh, you guys are lucky. You got Joe Burrow. How about Jamar Chase? Do you guys go to the games every Sunday? So they've definitely brought Cincinnati back to life. Um, You could argue Ellie De La Cruz is doing the same right now. Um, Obviously, the Reds slowing down a little bit. But I think Cincinnati is a pretty good place to live, and it's been a great place to grow up. But the Bengals are definitely always on top.
1: All right. Now you you played all the athletics, Uh, you know, baseball, basketball, soccer, golf, lacrosse is a big thing out where you grew up in Marymount. Um, And and for a while there in two of those sports, you had your old man as a coach. Mm -hmm. Is having your dad a coach a good thing or a bad thing or a combination of the two? Oh, it's definitely
2: a combination. Um, (laughs) Be careful. I'll share a quick story. So Fifth-grade basketball championship. City championship, boys. Don't forget
1: that. City championship. Go ahead, Luke. I don't mean to interrupt you. Uh,
2: We were loaded. We had a really good team. And I've been back to fifth-grade basketball games since then somehow. I don't know why I've ran into a fifth-grade basketball game. But I'm telling you, what they're playing fifth-grade basketball at now was not the level that we were at back in the day. We had guys knocking down threes um now now I'm seeing kids have to chuck the ball up to get a layup but that's outside the point all I'm saying is we were filling up the elementary gym to the maximum every single time we played in the city championship and there's about three minutes left and you get teed up and getting teed up as a coach in a fifth grade basketball game is unreal especially when you're down one and baskets are very tough to come by in the first place, let alone against a team that's really, they had guys like over six foot on this Madeira team in fifth grade. And I remember walking up to you and I was like, well, thanks dad. You lost us the city championship. <laughs> and sure enough, we came back. We won one of the best games ever. One of the best memories ever, but, um, you know, it's good and bad. It was great having you coaching. I liked when you coached baseball too. I thought that was really good. thought you were good at that. Um, I remember the fungo bat hitting everyone ground balls, but the basketball days—that was definitely when you let the um, let the emotions fly.
1: Indeed, I did, and that you know, what little they, they write about it now uh, in publications all over America—that technical sparked the comeback. <laughs> sure, for the Terrace Park Bulldogs. All right, high school three-year varsity athlete in golf, three-year varsity athlete in the cross—two sports that really could not be any different. Right? Sure. Um, what did you like best about each of them?
2: Um, uh, lacrosse, the intensity. We are practicing the maximum hours a week that the state would let us. Um, there's really nothing like it, especially going to a school. Only 140 kids a grade. You're not going to compete. Um, at the state level in basketball, especially not football. I mean, we're like Division 5 in football, so we have that going for us playing against the smaller schools. But to play lacrosse, there's only two divisions. So if you're not D1, you fall in our category. So we go and play still the Mullers and St. X's every year. And just the preparation, the film, every single day waking up, two-and-a-half-hour practices in the snow and the rain, whatever – It put, like, a structure in my life for four years or three years because of the COVID year um, that I really needed at the time going into high school. It was very hard. And then golf, kind of the complete opposite. It's a game against yourself, although it is a team sport in high school. It's mentally challenging, uh, not as hard on the schedule or obviously the body. But I loved playing golf. It was super peaceful. And high school golf, especially at a public school, it's like free golf. You just go out there with, like, five of your best friends and play – five of somebody else's best friends and you have a great time on the golf course, take two hours and then you go home and do your homework. So that was the most underrated sport that I could recommend to anybody thinking about playing high school golf. Not that many quote unquote cool kids do because the uh, football season is right there. But I mean, you guys can see, look at my arms. I'm no football player, (laughs) but I definitely enjoyed playing golf through high school. Um, you may not look like
1: a football player, but you were the 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 two time Ohio Player of the Year as a goalie mm-hmm. in the state of Ohio, back to back years, all conference and golf. Blah blah blah. You, you stay humble. I, I don't know if I've ever heard you ever tell anybody of anything that you've accomplished from 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 golf or lacrosse.
2: Well, I think you helped me out on that. Well, I do, I do, I do. <laughs> um, no. I- I just don't really, unless, I always just wanted to win. I was one of those guys where I didn't care. Um, As long as we won, I was happy. Obviously, sometimes you win, you don't play that good, but I would have traded playing good and personal accolades and all that just to win another state title. We got close, but won in my sophomore year at least, so I'll definitely hold on to that more than anything individually. You know, when when I
1: was growing up and a lot of us were growing up, uh, kids would get labeled in high school you're labeled a jock you're labeled a nerd you're labeled a weirdo you're labeled a stoner right any of those kind I mean they're out there right yeah and I think some of those labels um, are, are still around today um, did you ever try to, to to not be labeled in any of those things
2: you know I actually will say I really tried at that to avoid the label um, I think it was really easy for people to label me just cause the guys I ran around with, they were like kind of the jocks. Um, I mean, my whole friend group is extremely athletic. I mean, now that we're done, they're like kind of a lifting weights crowd, all that stuff, obviously. Um, sometimes some people look at the jocks as like stupid and, you know, kind of a bad group to hang around with if they're like getting in trouble and stuff like that, but um, I mean, inside of my friend group, I'm kind of like one of the nerds just because I'm like the golfer and, um, I always like used to like always joke with them about like working hard in school or whatever, but that's just all kind of inside fun within our friend group. So I wouldn't say that I necessarily have a strict label as a jock at all, because I wouldn't say that my athletic su- success, although it's good on paper or whatnot. Um, I don't really label myself even like an athlete, to be honest.
1: Your generation is, without a doubt, the most inclusive generation we've ever seen in the history of this country. I mean, whether it's gay, straight, black, white, makes no difference at all. Uh, and you're in school with many of these kids who come out as as being gay, who come out as is whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Um, It's amazing to me, one of the things I'm most proud of uh, are are some of the kids that you've actually become friends with, who some might say, Luke Brenneman would have never been a friend of theirs.
2: Yeah, I mean, you could play that game with anybody, to be honest. Um, Obviously, high school is probably a lot more of, or at least high schools now acknowledge diversity a lot more than probably when anybody in this room was in high school. Um, I think it's a good thing. It's definitely opened up a ton of friendships with me. I I mean, I'm in a club called Sources of Strength. It's like a mental health awareness club, but it's inside the school, and it's student-led. So, like, the biggest thing we have to do first is get everybody involved. Um, So you branch out. You try to find different groups. And high schools today, you can find any club, any group, um, no matter senior, freshman, all that kinds of stuff. There's so much to offer. At least at Marymont, they did a really good job at that. And like you said, I mean, the diversity, the inclusion, all that stuff is definitely playing into young kids benefits.
1: Um, I, I want to get to applying for college. Uh, you're very fortunate to be able to go to college. There are a lot of kids that can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you know that. How did you decide where to start at least looking for college? Because you had decided you weren't going to play lacrosse already. So that took that kind of off the board. And now right. you're just looking as a normal
2: student like everybody else. I think there's like you try and look at almost like the geography of it. You're like, I want to find a couple of schools maybe on the East Coast. But it's all like what you really look for. And obviously some kids immediately want to stay at home, go to. So I came in with a open mind. I would have told you when we first started looking my junior year, I wanted to go out of state. And then if you asked me why, I wouldn't have been able to tell you why. Mm -hmm. So all that stuff didn't really matter. I went and looked at schools in Texas. I went and looked at a school like Clemson, which I would tell you that would be literally the last place that I should have looked. That just immediately wasn't for me. I didn't have to even go there. I could have just done some more research on my own. And then you get into, like, the really competitive schools, too, where, like, as a kid that age, there's a huge competition involved with that. And, like, it's more enticing to go to, like, an East Coast school. And then you take a step back now that I'm already into college and headed off in a month. And it's, like, none of that stuff, like, really mattered, you know? Like, who cares where you go to college? Um, You're going to have to put in the work yourself is kind of at least what I've heard from everybody. You're going to get in or get out of it what you put in. And... I didn't even look at Indiana until uh, mom and you sent me to a sports broadcasting camp there last summer. And I show up and I'm like, God, like what type of kid would go to a sports broadcasting camp? I know none of my friends would. I'm kind of the oddball who says they know what they want to do in their future. Like I was all nervous for that. And the second I got to IU, it was like the best facilities you could dream of like you could have just called a broadcaster you and obviously they're known for their business school um but the media school kind of fell in love with it just using their resources at camp and easy as that i was like why not iu why not iu it's a great great place you know you you've had a
1: chance to because of uh the broadcast facilities here at marymont yeah um because you played golf and lacrosse, you've had a chance to broadcast, I mean, I'm guessing, you tell me if I'm wrong, I mean, 25, 30, maybe more football and basketball games already. So, I mean, there are other kids that are getting that same kind of chance at whatever Uh schools that are going to be in that media school, but man, that's nice to be able to walk in and do that.
2: It was awesome. Knowing you've done it. It was so much fun. I think the best part that gets taken for granted is a lot of schools have broadcasts for their games, but... We had class every single day, sports broadcasting, yep. news broadcasting. And by the second semester of my senior year, I was taking two hours a day of broadcasting classes. Um, shout out to my teacher, Mr. Eden. that guy. I mean, he would just go above and beyond for us. He'd work all day and then stay and set up the production. And then we'd walk in and do the game like we were Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. I mean, we we worked so hard in there. And that was one of those things where if you wanted to work, there was everything at your disposal um, to be great. So I did a podcast, obviously, the play by play games, but I wouldn't people always say like you have such a leg up going into college. I don't really take that and you mean a leg up as far as the experience right. Okay. which which I do, obviously. okay on, uh, over probably everyone else compared to what we had there. But um I just thought it was fun to just kind of because some people they'll go to college, like me and I would be nervous right now. You go to college, and I say I want to be a sports broadcaster. I'd never broadcast a sports game if I didn't have that in high school. So I um, would do like two years, get all those prerequisites, and say I stunk, say I hated it. You kind of got to start over again. So that's the biggest advantage, I would say, for me, that I tried it, I loved it, I pursued it, and now I. it feels like going into college is like me actually doing it legit now.
1: So that's what you want to do? You want to do play-by-play?
2: Play. Yes, sir. I mean, obviously, that's a very competitive place to find a job because there's only what 15 guys in the world that do it on Sundays at the professional level and 30 over the or like 50 over the weekend in college but I think any level out of height or out of college would just be dream come true to me um is there a pressure to live up
1: you know your last name is your last name some people out there you know that want to look at the world through a a different lens they'll say a kid's born on third base uh and you know, you don't think of it that way. Um, certainly advantages, there's no doubt about it, uh, especially just where you grew up and where you went to high school. It's a great setup, safe, good teachers, great schools, good kids. Um, but is there pressure knowing your grandfather who is who he is and to a far lesser
2: extent that your dad had a broadcasting career for a long time too? Uh, I wouldn't – I'm not – I don't feel any pressure whatsoever um like you said people can say i have a massive advantage i am way too early in the process to understand how i like hell i mean obviously if i do a game and i walk up to you hey dad how bad was this how good was this that stuff has been crucial throughout high school but outside of stuff like that obviously i haven't really got to abuse um this start on third base that people say i have i don't feel any pressure I think it'll be great to have resources to call and ask what I did wrong, what I should do better. But at the same time, I am at the least bit closed minded to outside help outside of you and Papa Marty. I mean, Marty and I play golf once a week. And the last thing we're talking about right now is my sports broadcasting career. So we are not that far in the process yet.
1: Your Papa Marty's a piece of work. Absolutely. I mean, he is a piece of work. His relationship with you, I mean, it's like the, the stuff we see here on this show every Wednesday, you get the same thing. It ain't like he's changing anything.
2: <laughs> he he is definitely a piece of work. I'd say playing golf with him is a life-changing experience. Why? <laughs> I mean, you, he is in incredible shape to go play these hilly golf courses. and I mean, he goes and plays in Scotland when it's rainy and there's 60-mile-an-hour winds. Um, and, I mean, this is a guy for his age that, He can play a round of golf, I mean, obviously in a cart, in under four hours with ease. Um, There's people my age that don't even do that, one, because they take forever to hit their shot, but he's a very fun guy to play golf with, a very fun guy to hang around with, um, unless you're on the other end of his bickering (laughs) that night. Um, Fortunately, I'm normally teaming up with him on you or my cousins, but... Growing up with Marty has been so much fun. All
1: right, speaking of your cousins, uh, you, you had a chance last week, and I used to plant in your ear every now and again when you, when you were a sophomore, junior, to consider one of the military academies. Uh-huh. Okay. You and I had been to the Naval Academy when we were in travel lacrosse, and we walked around and checked it all out. But a couple of weeks ago, you had a cousin actually go into the freshman class of the military academy, the Naval Academy. What was that experience like? It's a little different than Indiana University.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, to put it this way, we walked around Annapolis. We sent Grace off. I mean, people, like obviously, your dad was crying. Family members were crying. Very emotional day. Very cool to see it all happen. I mean, there's nothing cooler than going to an academy and that whole introduction and how proper it is and perfect. Um, but... To put it this way, we had a flight out at 8 a.m. the next day after she got inducted, I guess. And I woke up at like 5 to go on a run around Annapolis because I felt like I had to get my stuff together immediately after I saw that. You always say you wanted me to go to an academy. I wish I had what it takes because I would love to do it like on the inside. I just like I'll humbly say that those – I don't have what those people have. I mean, they're very special. They're tough. They're physically fitter than I am. And those are things that I could have changed throughout high school, but never really put my mind on it. That was just an idea you shot out for me. But the kids that do that after seeing it, so much appreciation for the work that they put in for four years.
1: You know, we're talking about your granddad, Papa Marty, but you also have a grandmother that lives across the street. Grandfather lives out in Arizona Uh and, and and you have an incredible relationship with both of them too. I mean, grandparents are something that are, that are the, the relationship is amazing. I I say all the time, I live with my grandparents every summer working down in Nags Head, North Carolina,
2: and man, for you to have them around, what a blessing. Absolutely. Um, I know Martha's probably watching right now. She watches the show every day. She she's the best. Played golf with her the other day. So golf has kind of been the thing between both sides of grandparents. Um, but you know, just having someone across the street, even when I was born in Arizona, don't really remember that. But overall, her being across the street, if I ever needed a ride, ever needed someone to go get Chipotle with when I was hungry, she was there for me. And I mean, that's something that totally taken for granted nobody gets their grandmother to live right across the street from you and is available all the time and it wants to help you when um you're bored you need something all of the above so she's been just as good I mean they they're different but they've been great for me um your mom yes
1: I mean look I could sit here and talk about her all day long uh Moms for everybody, not just yours, Elliot's, Jacob, Paul, Casey, mine, God rest your soul, died a long time ago. Um,
2: your mom's pretty amazing. Absolutely. Um, she does everything for me. So I love how I feel like when I'm getting interviewed right now, because when most people get interviewed, they've like accomplished something. I've accomplished graduating high school so okay well to a start a lot of people
1: <laughs> wish they could say that
2: right but um like I want to thank my mom for everything she's done for me obviously but I want to say that giving all the credit to her because I haven't done anything yet um that you guys have both set me off I feel like I'm very confident leaving the house I think I have a lot to learn but she I mean she has done everything for me and my sister and I, you know she's the best you know that What about your sister? You guys are always going at it, man. It gets old. It gets tired.
1: It gets tired. Back and forth. But you know she's got your back.
2: I think I have her back more than she has (laughs) mine. Okay, all right, all right. Um, I will say this. I am thrilled that I did not go to TCU and have to be around her. Oh, my gosh. I thought about going there. And now that I'm headed to IU and everything's set, if I had to be on the same college campus as my sister, um, you know, go into certain events where someone might know her or like be like, get introduced to like an upperclassman, maybe in like a fraternity event or something like that, that's like, oh, this is uh, Ella Brenneman's little brother. I think I would probably drop out (laughs) seconds after that. Um, You said it a second ago. Uh, the, The clock
1: is ticking now. You're down to less than a month, leaving home Uh for the first time. I mean, scared, worried,
2: excited, maybe all the above, something else? I would say everything besides scared. I'm not necessarily scared. Um, I'm nervous. There's anxiety around. I don't really let that stuff get to me until the moment actually gets there. There's no point in worrying about it unless you plan on doing something about it. I have a lot of work to do just because – I really want to get involved with the media school early. So I'm building like a broadcast reel right now of all the stuff I've done in high school just to have because they recommended that to try and get on the air as early as, you know, the opening weeks or whatever opportunities you can get. But I mean, as for the dorm situation, the roommate, I think there's a lot of other people that worry about it a heck of a lot more than me. Maybe that's my fault for not worrying about it too much, but um, a lot of people go to college, most of them turn out fine. I mean, I think I just got to kind of keep my uh, head, like keep that tunnel vision, know what I want to get out of college, and uh, I think I'll be okay. You know, the, the, the roommate thing's an interesting
1: thing. For those of you that don't have kids uh, 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 yet, or uh, your kids went to college a long time ago, this whole roommate thing, because of social media, has changed. I mean, it, it's incredible. All of a sudden, you can go to a website. And kids are on there, and where they're from, and all this kind. Of, you have some of your buddies that are going to Indiana, and you could have easily roomed with any of them. Uh-huh. But you're rooming with some dude from Jersey you've never seen before.
2: Yeah, he's really cool. His name's Caleb. But I say he's really cool. Caleb, because... wait a minute, is
1: that the guy in the outfield? Five one three, Caleb. <laughs> all
2: right, I don't mean to interrupt you. Uh, well, I mean. I say he's cool. I've never met him. So most people your age would be like, then how the heck do you know he's cool? Social media has done blessings for the roommate um, search. You know, you can post like a bio of yourself on these Instagram pages that sometimes you have to pay to post it. Sometimes you have to pay to skip the line, but they'll generate these kind of like templates for you, a bunch of pictures of yourself. Like I tried to choose like one of me playing a sport. Uh, a couple of pictures of me and my friends, you know, like playing basketball, something like that, or like a sporting event I went to just so people kind of understand what you like and what you're into immediately. You can write something. I just said like, I like sports, you know, generic stuff, but it's so easy because then like a million kids reach out to you. Obviously IU having over 40,000 students, um, didn't hurt cause the incoming class is going to be massive, but you just within a couple of days, kid reaches out to you, you talk to them for 10 minutes see what he likes and you're like yeah i would be fine having you as my roommate because like i think a lot of people overthink the roommate process too and they look for like their lifelong best friends so it takes them forever like it's like dating almost like it's like tinder where you look a couple pictures of yourself and you're like oh i kind of like you what's up like what are you into and um it's definitely made it easier but i just found a kid that i immediately was fine he sounded like me he liked all the same things like sports He's from New Jersey, so that's a lot further than me. But I think that'll be kind of cool to have a kid from the East Coast. And I know a ton of New York and Jersey guys go to IU that he knows are going there too.
1: Cool, cool. Um, okay, give me, give me, give me some predictions here before we let you get out of. Okay. Here. All right, you're into this prediction business. You've created a very small empire in this prediction business, which we will leave aside for another day. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. Your very first football game as a student at Indiana University. The mighty Ohio State Buckeyes are coming to town. Your thoughts, if any, on that one. I'll definitely, Does Indiana pull off the shocker?
2: I'll definitely be there. Um, and I would call anyone who came on a show like this and was asked that question lame if they didn't say their own school was good enough. I mean, what's the point of even going, you know? Like, I... I'm going to go, and I'll be there 10 minutes before the game, amped up, ready to storm the field in the next two hours. But I think Indiana's projected, like, four wins at best this year. Um, definitely a basketball school, so I'm looking forward to the winter more if I can get into Assembly Hall a couple times. But, you know, that is an exciting game one because at least there's nothing for, – especially for a team that's supposed to have a very bad season – Nothing bad has happened yet. Right, it's gonna be the number. It's like the peak of the. This is the best team you're gonna play. Most people are gonna be there for multiple different reasons. So, week one will be fun, and we'll see where it goes from there. The Purdue game. uh, I don't. I didn't even realize how big of a rivalry that was inside of the state. Um. So all that, all those games will be fun. I don't know how good the football team will be. All right. Uh. One
1: quick question off the beaten path from the chat. Have you ever had Sky Rosa? Do you know what a Sky rose is? I
2: do. We got in a massive fight inside my friend group over this the other day. One of my buddies. About was, Sky Roses? Yeah, if you know my friend group, it's like. I do know them all very well. Most single degenerates, time we talk. Right, um, right. So we somehow got in an argument over the Sky Rosa. One of my friends was trying to say that they sell them at the ballpark. No. They don't. You yeah, have they to, don't, right? You, you can't buy a Sky Rosa, the, the, fellas. Yeah, you have to put it inside the pizza slice is what I was trying to tell him. And, you know, he just wanted to say no, 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 no. I didn't try it just because we went last night and it was that three two one night. So like the ice creams a buck, the hot dogs are two dollars, and the beers are three dollars. So we were just. Did you buy beer there? No. Okay. Um, All right. Okay. Under twenty one. All right. right. And we were. (laughs) We were eating, like some of the guys were trying to do a hot dog an inning. Um, I I definitely had my fair share of one dollar ice cream cups. So I was I was balling on a budget last night because it was the offer was there for me. If I find my way down there this weekend, because I do like the Diamondbacks, they're an exciting team, I think that'll be a good series, I might have to try the Sky Rosa because I've seen a lot of pictures and it looks pretty good. Have you
1: guys had – I asked this question and I can't remember who said they did. Uh, Elliot, have you had one? I have not. Uh, Jacob? I have, I have. And do you endorse them? Um, I think everyone from
0: Cincinnati should have to do it at least once. <laughs> it's, it's a good experience. Okay, it's so that was,
1: that was an endorsement.
0: That was. I, a fun it experience. wasn't at all, Elliot. Thank no, you. It's a fun Thank experience. No.
1: It wasn't. You're either in or you're out. Yeah, that's I mean, the that, problem.
0: I mean, it's like a thirty-dollar, three-thousand-calorie
1: right. meal. It's like expensive. it's no joke. All if you had one. I, I would love to have one. I have not yet. And Casey, I know you have. Yeah, that's and right. You do endorse them. Yeah, of course. It's good. It tastes great. Is it good? Like, is it good, or is it just something that you do because it's yeah. fun? Yeah, and, and you're a Cincinnati And you, you just have it. to, like, do it. There he it, goes so. with his OCD again. Yeah, I, I can <laughs> it. So,
0: it depends on if you like La Rosa's
2: pizza in general, because I'm not a fan of La Rosa's pizza and the sauce. Yeah. Now, the chili makes it better. Okay. That's, that's what really sets it apart for me. Huh? The chili is, like, a good substitute for the pizza sauce. I will have one this season. I will do it, 100%. And so, you're going to do it this weekend? If I end up going to the game, I think I'll do it by the end of the year. I'm a huge the thing the reason I think I'll like it is I'm a huge Larosa's fan. Yeah. And like I think over the last 5 to 10 years, Larosa's used to dominate pizza in Cincinnati or at least like sponsorships when I was younger. Like they were all over everything when people ordered a pizza, it was from them. And now I think there's some debate um whether what like serious debate of what the best pizza is in regards to Larosa's. i know a lot of people that I hang around with don't like it, but that is definitely my favorite pizza. I'd say Dewey's is more fancy, so I don't consider that in, like, the fast food pizza debate. So I think I would like the uh, Sky Rosa. Somebody wants to
1: know if you're sneaking uh, white claws out of our refrigerator. I'm staying away. That's the kind of people that are in this chat every day, Luke, that you don't have to deal with. They, they want me to ask my 18-year-old son if he's sneaking white claws out of our uh, refrigerator. Um, <laughs> But anything, guys. Wait, wait. Eli- right. Elliot has a question. Well, I was Elliot, say, please. Hypothetically, and have I know you Luke, met Elliot. I'm Elliot. Nice it's to meet you. It. Luke. By the way, I think you I two think, had a bet against one another. Yeah, yeah, someone has, has to I get sopping get wet. I wet think tonight. somebody has to get wet. Someone's yeah, got. Somebody has to get wet sopping boy. wet. Little wet boy over there.
0: Yes, <laughs> I, I, I lost a bet to Luke, unfortunately, and I'm going to have to get wet today.
1: So that's what. So that's.
0: So 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 that that Luke's going to dump water on my head after the show. He's going to wet you. So I. Luke will wet you in the I streets mean, of Hamilton. I mean, look you at like Paul's that. face. Look at Paul's stupid face. Laughing, <laughs> laughing around. I don't even know what I was going to say now. Oh, I know my. I, hypothetically, I know you don't. But if there was a white Claw flavor that you liked, hypothetically, <laughs> hypothetically, <laughs> hypothetically, because we know he doesn't, we know that. It's against the law. You have to follow the laws. But if there were one, my favorite would be black cherry. Let's all go around the room. Let's all yeah. around room. Let's go around the room, Jacob. Um, I like the line. Lime, Paul. Right. Uh, I like the peach. Peach, watermelon, watermelon. Or different
2: Tom, I've never had one. Isn't
0: there? Or I might be. Yeah. Luke, this Luke, is same answer. I, Luke,
2: I can I, I don't know. I'll, oh. let, I'll let one of you guys choose. <laughs> He's smart. He's smart.
0: Do they have peach, or
1: am I thinking of? Uh, I might high be noons. thinking of high noon. No, you're on high noons. I high think noons. I might be on high noons. Tough. Well, you know, Luke, when you look around at these guys Uh-oh. and you watch from time to <laughs> uh-huh. time, this is not going to be. You know, when, no. when, when do you say to yourself, "I hope and pray my broadcasting career never leads me to such a place in such an environment." <laughs> no, I actually
2: don't. I think that the the future of this show is like a first take style. Like, I want to see all you guys just go at it, and I think that'll happen more in football season than it can now because, like. Football is more universal, where you care about other divisions and leagues. Um, so, but like, it, it's hard to debate Reds baseball outside of like bullpen decisions and stuff like that. Because everyone in this room is a diehard fan, pretty much. So, so they want the best for the team. But I think I think you guys could start with the characters you have in here. Could start going at it. I got a quick oh, question I, for uh, you, I, Luke.
0: I, so uh, Casey I, I, over there thinks, yeah. Geno Smith's a top three quarterback. In no, game. no. And I was, not... I was wondering what your thoughts on that are. Because on. I think it's a disgusting. It's disgusting. That's disgusting. What he just said. I brought up on the show, maybe like three weeks ago that Geno Smith, you could argue that he's a top 10 quarterback. He's got all the stats. He's got a great offense now. <laughs> I mean, what's is so funny joke. about it? It's not funny. There's you, nothing funny Luke, about it. Luke, you're
1: dialed
2: it. in on football. I mean, are, are you closer to Casey on Geno or no? Um, Not top 10. I think he would Correct. sneak in the top 15 due to um, the other quarterbacks around Geno's age, I think, are becoming worse than Geno Smith. I think Geno's, like, peaking right now towards what some people's end of career would look like. Um, but the, the quarterback... Debate inside the NFL, I think the top ten is, like, very solid quarterbacks, and I just don't see Geno Smith fitting his way in there. Your (laughs)
1: prediction on your beloved Cincinnati Bengalis. Here for the upcoming, since you'll be off to college, uh, and you'll be dialed into every game. Yep. No doubt about it. Might come back for a couple. I hope so. Is this the year? What are your thoughts?
2: I think if any year's the year, it's got to be this year. Um, I, I like the draft picks. I like the subtle moves we've made. I think the wide receiving core speaks for itself. The secondary terrifies me. Um, I don't know if we're big enough, but guys are going to have to step up. It seems like every year a new guy just kind of comes out and um, really brings you something that you didn't think you could bring. I really trust Lou on the defensive side to figure everything out with the holes that we do have. I'm more confident in him than if we had holes offensively, but obviously our offense speaks for itself. I think I think if any year is the year, obviously we made the Super Bowl and the AFC championship, it's got to be this year because I think the bills have taken a step back. Um, I will say the division is going to be very competitive. So if they can get out of that gauntlet, we'll see how much they have left in the tank come the playoffs.
1: All right, boys, we wrapping up here. Anything
2: from the peanut gallery over here to the right? Uh, I don't think so. Nope. Make sure he plugs the TikTok. Plug the TikTok. <laughs> if you guys want to follow my uh, gambling picks during football season, Brenny Locks on TikTok, we will be back.